Hi everyone and welcome back to my podcast. I know it's been so long since I've last recorded, probably two months or so. Um, if you haven't heard that episode, go ahead and check it out. It's with my friend Kato and she shares a lot of wisdom about um, what she's gone through in the past year or so. And today I'm here with my Auntie Jane. Auntie Jane, would you like to say hi? Hi! Thank you very much for inviting me. Yeah, we went on a hike the other day to Mission Peak for anyone from the Bay Area who knows where that is. And we were walking around and we saw a bunch of um, trees that were deeply rooted and they you could tell that they weren't shaken by weather or they weren't deteriorating just because of how deep their roots are. And we decided that that would be a nice topic to talk about, just staying grounded in the Lord. Um, so yeah, Auntie Jane, would you like to start? Yeah, it was a huge tree as we walked and uh, we noticed the roots were deep and huge so that is when the debate began what do you think about this tree and the roots and we said oh I think we need to be well grounded in life because the tree starts firm because of the roots that are well well grounded um yeah, it was really interesting to watch, and I think that um, a lot of things, uh, I don't know if you agree with this, Auntie Jane, but especially uh-huh. like college life, it's easy to try and find um, security, and um, it's easy to try to ground yourself with your friend group, or parties, or try to find somewhere else that like would help you stay firm, but stuff like that is always changing, and one thing that never changes is God, and so... Um, if your roots are in a place that, if you're trying to build a foundation in somewhere that's constantly changing, constantly moving, you'll never be able to go on from there. And so I think that it's really important that we um, stay grounded in the Lord because he's never changing and you can always build on top of that strong I, foundation. Yeah, great. That's a, a great thinking. You know, I read a book by Rick Warren. He talks about God being in the center God being in the center means that you are grounded with God first before friends and family and therefore the values and the virtues you cultivate are godly uh, and you are able now to start firm on this earth that he put us. So I think you are right. I agree. That's really good. What book was that again? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because... Um, what book was it that you just said? It's called Rick Warren. Uh, it's written by Rick Warren. It's called Papa's Driven Life. Oh. Yeah. It's a wonderful book. hmm Yes. Because, like, when you talk about college life, we are, it's a time when uh, things are changing. The body uh, is growing very quickly, and the... The student is so free from parents' supervision. You realize that you are in an environment, meeting new friends. You have to go to class. There's too much work to concentrate on. And uh, your parents are very far. So if you are not well grounded, if you don't have roots, you can easily waver, you know, like Mm -hmm. waver and waver. And sometimes you find students dropping out of school or indulging in other behaviors that rob their uh, life. Like education. Yes. 
What do you think? I agree. And I think it doesn't have to be necessarily like bad things that you're grounding yourself in. It could be that you're trying to define yourself in your schoolwork or maybe your body image constantly trying to keep up with dieting and going to the gym. But at the end of the day, all those things are changing. And um, it's a good thing to put in work to relationships and friendships and um, stuff like that. But at the same time, um, I think that work shouldn't get in the way of where you're coming from and where you, where it all started. True. Um, you realize that... Uh University or campus is uh, a cosmopolitan environment where you find people from all walks of life. So there is a lot to learn, good things to learn. There are also other things that you realize that maybe you are finding yourself indulging in the first time. You you relate with people. Your roommate can be a problem or a blessing your classmates can be a blessing or they can be these people who make noise when the lectures are going on so mm-hmm. there are so many dynamics uh, in the campus this is a world of fashion so you realize oh I don't have that kind of a dress and she looks gorgeous or he looks nice and you, you realize Oh my God. So your mind can be drawn away by good things or sometimes negative things. What do you think? I think going back to how you said, like, you find people from all different type, like walks of life. I did not expect that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I There was so many different types of people. And sometimes you question, like, who raised you? Like, you can't believe that some people are living this way or some people act this way. But at the end of the day, everyone is so different. So you really have to stay true to yourself. It's, But I think in contrast to high school or middle school, there's no spotlight watching you. I think that as, when you're younger, there's a pressure to be like, pressure to be like everyone else because everyone is really watching what you're doing and judging what you're wearing. You say this, You see the same groups of people every day. And so you feel the need to impress them. And I think that's very different in college. Like, you have your friend group, but other than that, everyone is just doing the, their own thing. Um, so it's really, like, you you have to impress yourself, not really impress others. It's like you're truly trying to make yourself happy. And I, that's something I really enjoyed about it. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I think identity crisis sometimes when this young uh, student is trying to fight themselves they uh, sometimes are not able to get well grounded on knowing that they are the original they are unique with their own uh, characteristics and uh, just start out and believe that I am so and so I came here I want to be focused and after three years four years five years I go with my degree and get a job. Do you have a story of one time um, when you struggled to stay grounded or when you were really grounded and it had a good outcome? Uh huh. I think uh, our time in college, we had to somehow get focused. Our background were tough. 
you wanted to get out of, of home and work very hard and get a good job and lead a, a happy life because uh, our parents were struggling. Mm -hmm. However, there were these enticing lifestyles. Every Friday there was a disco. I loved going to dance. Mm -hmm. But I, what I made sure was that I, I, I looked for friends who I was accountable to. So we go dance, but we say we are dancing for two hours. We dance for three hours and then we go and rest mm -hmm. so that we go to, to, we are able to go to class the following morning or, you know, to do our homework. And that's how we were able to keep accountability and graduate in the right, at the right time. So did you ever, was it hard to like balance, um, friends who are like, quote, your Christian friends or, those that you can build each other up, but at the same time, you don't want to leave out like your non-Christian friends. You still want to spend time with other groups of people. Actually, I think, Lisa, sometimes I, I, I had a, a Christian friend. We, had, we were Christians. It doesn't mean that because you're a Christian friend, you cannot also get away. Because I had one who actually was crazy. Mm-hmm. And the dad was a revelant. So I think these things is about your own personal resilience, your own personal values, and virtues that you cultivate along the way, mm -hmm. whether you are a child of a revelant or a layman, whatever. Mm -hmm. It is something very personal. That's very true. Mm -hmm. But I think it is important to surround yourself with like-minded people in all stages of life. How has that changed for you? Like definitely, definitely. There is these uh, people who come to you and you just uh, realize that your intuition just tell you this is the wrong company. Mm -hmm. So you try to get away. Uh, you make sure that you're in the right company. However, you also have skills on how to relate with, with them. You know the boundaries. You set healthy boundaries. You know with this friend, we can go this far. Mm -hmm. With this friend, we cannot go this far. So... That wisdom to know the difference is very important. Mm -hmm. It has made me. I think I know what you mean, though, when you said, like, you had a Christian friend who was crazy. Because I think at the beginning of the school year, I tried to surround myself with um, people from my youth group and stuff like that. And they ended up not really becoming as close as some other, fr like, friends that I have that are really close to me. We hung out a lot. Of, but I feel like... I went in with the mindset that if they're not Christian, then I shouldn't hang out with them. But at the end of the day, my non-Christian friends ended up having, we ended up relating better, having a better relationship. But I don't know how that's so. Yeah, I think it's true because a human being is a complex uh, person. Uh, and there are so many things that make you and God being one. And um, we have the environment, uh, the people we we, the family we are brought up, sometimes non-Christian families raise very well-grounded children somehow. Mm. Uh, they may not be so Christian, but they have other life values. Yeah, We have Christian families that use the wrong parenting style, so they bring up children who are not well-grounded. So these things, that's why we need to be so um, focused, uh, you know, in life. Mm-hmm. What are some habits that um, 
you think better yourself when you're trying to stay grounded in the Lord? I think uh, it is one, reading the Bible. Mm -hmm. At least have a Bible plan. Pray. Prayer sometimes is not about praying for so long. You can pray as you walk, Mm -hmm. as you walk, as you read. And actually, I have a Bible verse that goes right along with that. Um, It's Psalm 1, which says, Oh, the joys of those who do not follow the advice of the wicked or stand on stand around with sinners or join with the mockers but they delight in the law of the lord meditating on it day and night they are like trees planted along the river bank bearing fruit each season their leaves never wither and they prosper in all they do oh this reminds me of where we started that huge tree it was so green and the roots were so deep Mm -hmm. it was just an awesome sight we had to stop and look Because I think a lot of people, you may see um, people around you and you just see the leaves on the branches and they look so bright and you wonder, like you want to get there so fast. Like I want to be as prosperous as them. I want to be where they are right now. But the reality is that the journey, the roots were planted so deep long ago and that's what made the tree flourish like that. I think we really look at people and we just look at their destination and try to find shortcuts to get there. True. But uh, when we try to get uh, an easier way, we don't get there. Exactly. We, we hurt ourselves. Mm-hmm. And we face frustrations. And then later in life, we look back, we see the same people that we started with are very, very far. Mm-hmm. and Because uh, they didn't take a shortcut. Yes, they didn't take a shortcut. Maybe the course was six years it was very tough, maybe medicine, pharmacy, or even education or whatever cause they did engineering, but they they stayed there. Mm-hmm. But somebody decided, I cannot put my time, you know. They were not resilient enough. They mm-hmm. fell along the way, and uh, they relate later. Opportunities come once only. It's five o'clock. Oh, sorry, that's my computer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah, agree. Did you see that some roots had some cracks, they had been cut, Mm -hmm. yet the tree was still standing? Mm -hmm. I thought those were like the scars that people face in life. Frustrations, some people go through rejection, some people are faced with shame, and especially young people, they have low Mm self-esteem, they feel like they are not worthy, and all these are scratches, you know, life has a way of slapping us. But that tree, even if the some of the roots were scratched, mm. it is still stood. What do you think? I think that's very true. Um, I was earlier. I was listening to Jordan and Milena's podcast. It's called "As for Me in My House," and they were talking about how um, God never told us that this journey with walking with Jesus every day. He never said that it would be comfortable, but he promised to be our comforter throughout the journey. And I think throughout life, it's we're constantly beaten down. We're constantly put through things that you're wondering like, well, if I'm walking with God, why why is this happening to me? Why didn't I get into my dream school? Why blah, 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 all this stuff. But there's a better, there's something better coming. And Falling down is only going to make you stronger. It's going to make you better for the next chapter in your life. True. Actually, 
never give up in life. Um, those who give up, they never taste the fruits, the sweetness of the life. Top. Yeah, mm -hmm. I yeah. like that. It's good to move and dust when you fall. Just rise up and dust your clothes and move on. Mm. And sometimes I look at the rubber, but the way it can stretch, stretch, and it can hold a lot of things together. And that's how we are supposed to hold ourselves together. Even when life is stretching us, there is too much homework to do. You must run to the library. There is too much to do. Do it. You have the capacity to do that. Because so much potential has been given to to the human being. And, and uh, there is uh, somebody who says that we use very little I think, is it one, one tenth? Yeah, of our capacity. Of our capacity. So if we can try to push ourselves more and stretch ourselves more like this rubber bud, I think we can do so much mm -hmm. in life. What do you think? I like that. I like that a lot. <laughs> yeah. So the human mind can absorb so much. And sometimes I wonder, when you look, I look at the textbooks, I see they have 100 pages, 200 pages, and I, I'm like, this is something you can read mm -hmm. pretty quickly. I mean, it's not so much. Because I, I look at some students reading volumes of novels, mm. but they ignore classwork. Mm. And I, I tell students that you can read novels all your life until you die, when you're 90 years, but you have five, six years only to concentrate to finish your undergrad mm. and do your master's, and then you'll have all the life to read everything else. I think that goes along with trying to break stuff down mm -hmm. to live it day by day, because if you look at a big textbook, then you'll say, I'll never get through this, which is, it's easy to say, but it's even easier to just read the first page. Then the next day you read two pages, and by as soon as you know it, you'll be done. I don't know, I think that's a good... Yeah, but I believe... Um, it's good to master content. Mm -hmm. I find students perform poorly because they don't want to master the content. Mm -hmm. But the joy of being a student and reading is just mastering your concepts very well. Mm. Such that when you have a, a question, you're doing a term paper, or you're having a presentation, you win the D. Because you you even have confidence to face the class. Mm. And even during discussion groups, you you can be very proud, you know, telling your students this is what this book is saying, this chapter. Mm. Yeah. How can that relate to staying grounded? It helps you now to, when you are well grounded, you are able to wade away the things that rob your concentration. The distractions. The distractors, the noises. The, today we, we talk about the YouTube generation, mm -hmm. students who are always on the phone, computer, doing other things, looking for fashion or pornography. The, all those things rope your grounding. But well-grounded well students are able to have virtues and values that you make them say, I don't have to look at this again. Mm -hmm. I don't have to read this novel. It doesn't help me at all. I don't have to watch this movie. It doesn't have my values. 
I don't have to listen to this music. It doesn't not helping add. me. Yeah. Um, I don't know what I was reading or listening to about a few weeks ago, but now it's constantly something that I ask myself. And um, the person was saying that whenever they're about to do something, whether it's watch a movie, read a book, do an activity, hang out with friends, whatever it is they're about to do, they question and they stop and ask themselves, is this helping me or rather is this easing the way into who I want to be? And that's something that's something that if you constantly are asking yourself, how is this helping me? How is this bettering me? How is this going to get me to where I want to go? I think that a lot of things that get in our way could easily be diminished if you stop yourself in your tracks. I like your intelligence. That's <laughs> very, very good. Sometimes it's also good to ask yourself, if Jesus came, what would he say and found me do this? What would he think about it? Yes. Yeah. And uh, those are things that keeps you focused. Mm. Instead of thinking that you are hiding Nobody is seeing you. You can't hide from God. Um, yeah. Yeah. Jesus is always watching, looking at us. And that consci consciousness is very important. Mm. That's awareness. You can't buy it with money. I think it is so, it has to come from you. Yeah. From inside of you. Yeah. I agree. Mm. Well, Auntie, it was so nice having you on my podcast. I think that the listeners will truly get a two cents on, especially college students will have a good outlook. But thank you so much for sharing your wisdom. Thank you, too. And everyone listening, thank you so much, and stay tuned for my next episode. Thank you. Bye. Bye.